This episode is a best of bod compilation where we share the best tips and tricks from previous episodes and interviews. Today's show includes Claire's favorite tech tips for studio owners. So let's dive into the show. Welcome to the Business of Dance podcast, where we discuss business growth, dance education, creating your dream business, and falling in love with your studio all over again. Now, here's your host, business coach, educator, and owner of Dance Energy Studios, Claire O'Shea. Firstly, we want to set up a good base on social channels. So these include Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, etc. And this includes loading consistent photos and video footage and studio updates for your current families and also for those trying to find your studio. For some people, posting regularly may seem like a bit of a challenge or something that they might not be able to commit to. But there is heaps of different things that you can use online and different softwares that you can use to help you with this. For me personally, I use something called CoSchedule, which is a paid software. But for me, it gives a heap of variation and customization that I need for my different social channels. And it also uploads blog posts and things automatically to your website once connected properly, which is really fantastic. Now, also remember, you don't have to post different content to all of these different channels. A lot of the social channels have sharing function, which allow you to share a photo from Instagram straight to Facebook or a post from Facebook straight to Twitter. Snapchat is a little bit different, but I'm sure you, you, know, you can also share things like that by saving it to your phone and sharing it again. Currently, all of the live features are working extremely effectively reach-wise. And so it's really fantastic to try and incorporate some of these into your posting schedule. So as I'm sure you'd be aware of Facebook Live, it's a great function you can use on your page and within your groups to check in live and do a short video. It doesn't have to be you talking directly to camera, although I find this to be super, super valuable and encourage everyone to do it. But you can also do a live video from a classroom of students performing a routine or, you know, undertaking a new activity or a warm up or even just a little tour of the studio where you have the camera facing to all the people within your studio, but you're doing a bit of like a like a live commentary, I guess. Instagram, in case you are unaware, has a new feature called Instagram Stories, which basically is a Snapchat ripoff, if I'm being honest, but you know, that's all right. It also has a live feature in the Instagram Stories. So these live Live features, you go live like you do in the Facebook and everyone on Instagram gets notified. So then they can tune in and they can watch what you have, whatever you're doing live, which is fantastic. And then you also have the option to post it to your Instagram wall for the next 24 hours, I believe. And it's a really fantastic way to get the demographic of people on Instagram, which is a lot of our sort of, you know, tweens and teens who are sharing and living on Instagram. So it's a great way to connect with them and get them to share it with their friends and things like that. My next tip with this world of technology we live in and all of the amazing tools available to us at our fingertips, why not take advantage of them to organize all of these carefully designed tasks at our studio? We see so many businesses nowadays implementing systems, so why not for dance studios? If big multi-billion dollar organizations have systems in place to run their businesses properly and on track, imagine what we could do with our own businesses of dance, no matter how small or how big. So the best way to keep track of these systems, to edit them and also to delegate them to other team members is to choose a program that helps you put these systems in place. 
There are so many programs out there, but the main ones I have found to work really well is Trello and Asana. So personally, I use Trello for my studio and for my coaching business, but you can find a program that works best for you, which you feel comfortable with and that your team will enjoy. Now, another amazing thing about Trello is that it's free. So you don't have to have a huge budget to be able to start systemizing in your studio today. And in these programs, you can write out tasks, you can create lists, boards, and you can assign tasks to others, and you can even see the progression of a certain task. So you can really see how far along it is within the process. Another thing that I really like to do is create screen recording. So I record myself doing a task and that is a really simple way for me to speak step by step and show click by click. And then I load that video to the card for my team member to watch and follow along in the future. And I don't have to you know, train that person again, or they can use it to refer back to after the first time. And it also gives me the opportunity then to bring on people that are overseas and not necessarily local to my studio. My next tip is something to keep in mind with Facebook and with the Facebook ads, it is so fantastic and the technology is always developing, but it's really simple for you to set a budget that you are comfortable with and a max budget that you don't want to go over. And when that amount hits that, an ad can then turn off. So you don't go and spend money that you don't have, or possibly then, you know, you can just turn it off and hopefully your classes are already kind of bubbling and growing a bit more automatically. Now, if an ad is working really, really well, one of the amazing things that you can kind of think about Facebook ads like is like a tap. So when you have a new class or a new season, you really kind of want to amp up that sort of flow of water or the flow of new students coming into your business. So if you turn up those Facebook ads, you add some more budget to them, they're likely to get out to more people. And then when you know the time comes when possibly you're not enrolling new students anymore, or hopefully you've got the amazing problem of your classes being full, well, then you can turn off those ads and really just focus on, you know, continuing that experience for your current students and then when the time comes when a new new season swings around or you're wanting to add a couple more students to those classes you just head back to a Facebook ads manager turn the tap on and watch the enrollments roll in. My next tip is all about branding consistency and this means really utilizing the services that we have available to us to really create a consistent brand that we sort of show to our clients that are seen on our social media, that's on our website, you know, the physical products that we give to our clients or potential clients, as well as the way that we talk and act in the community. Now I'm going to talk about a couple of different tools and some of them you've probably heard me speak about before, but that's okay. So Canva, my one true love other than Trello, sorry Trello, Uh, but I have mentioned this in previous episodes when designing and creating your brand as it is such a great tool and that is the program called Canva. And for those of you who don't know what Canva is, it's a bit of a shock because I've said it about 17 times in the last few weeks, but That is okay if you're new, welcome. But Canva is a business and branding website where you can create a variety of different graphics. There's a free and a paid feature, but trust me, it really is worth every penny. And I believe it is less than $10 a month when paid annually or $12 when paid individually. But what makes Canva super, super awesome is that you can add your logo that you or your VA or an outsourced graphic designer or a receptionist whoever has created into your saved photos and like a little logo area 
and you can add your team photos and stock photos and your your studio photos and you can have them all there at literally the click of a button. And so you can also save your team, business and branding colors when you create your graphics for your studio. So this is really going to help with consistency with your brand's colors, photos and logos. But again, a little reminder, and I touched on this last week, but be sure when outsourcing your logo, you get the designer to create the image with a transparent background so you can add it on top of every photo. You know, say if you've got text and when you look at it, it kind of has a white background, but it's not meant to when it's not on white, if that makes sense. But you want when you put it on a photo, you don't want it to be like a big splodge. You want to be able to see through it and it have a trans lovely transparent background. I hope that visual makes sense. Maybe not, but I'm, I'm sure you'll get it. But other than Canva being just all round amazing, one of my favorite features is the magic resize. And it is just that it is magic. So when you create a graphic for a newsletter or blog post, and you want to save the same image for a Facebook post, it basically copies that same photo and changes the dimension. And you know, the text, everything about it. So you could create one graphic and save it in like five different ways. It sometimes may need a little slight adjustment, but still saves you or your, t- or your team a ton of time. I could, again, go on all day about Canva because it is just so awesome. But if you want to learn more, I suggest you check out the site for yourself and take a look around as it is seriously an amazing investment in your brand and business. Uh, But again, Canva does have a free version. So if you're new to it, try that out before adding an extra expense to your studio. And remember to also review Canva's terms and conditions when creating images on their website or using their specific designs as it's good to know all about the terms and conditions when creating images on any site or platform for you to use within your business for money-making purposes. Lastly, what are your, like I always talk about technology and all that jazz. So what are your favorite finance resources, apps or podcasts? Is there anything that you think you have to have, anything that you're loving that's really handy? Please share them with us. So I would definitely recommend a cloud accounting software. Um, Mm -hmm. QuickBooks Online and Xero are two popular ones. And um, it's not that expensive. It's pretty cheap to get a monthly membership. You can check your finances or do, you know, work on your finances or do what you need to do from anywhere. You can get the app on your phone, on your laptop, on your iPad. Um, So it really gives you the ability to always kind of be on top of your numbers and, mm. and be able to check them. Um, if you're a person with a lot of receipts and a lot of paper, I recommend HubDoc. Oh, can you say that again? Yes, HubDoc, H-U-B-D-O-C. Oh, okay, cool. Is it an app? It is an app and it integrates with accounting software like QuickBooks and Xero. And what you do is anytime, let's say you go out to a restaurant and you have a meal while you're working or, you know, any other type of expense, you go buy supplies and you need to bring them back. Mm-hmm. Instead of keeping your paper receipt, you can just open HubDoc and you take a picture of your receipt with your phone mm-hmm. and it will automatically save it. It will automatically scan it and it automatically pushes it into your accounting software for you. <gasps> oh my God. I'm writing this down, even though I know <laughs> you I, cause I feel like that is, so for me so clunky I hold on to all of my paper receipts like a good business owner and a good taxpayer (laughs) and then what I do is my office manager she manages our zero which is like the accounting Mm -hmm. and whatever but then I just give her a pile of receipts and she looks at me like oh god and she's always (laughs) like 
always like to me, where's this receipt? And I'm like, I don't know. I must've put it in my pocket. Mm-hmm. So that sounds like a really great way to keep organized. Do you know, is it a paid service or? It, it is. It's a monthly subscription, but I don't okay. think. It's not. It's, it's crazy, not. Right. Yeah. Cool. cool. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm trying to think probably the amount of time I would save someone who worked for me going yeah. through <laughs> like an hourly wage that I pay um, Crystal versus like this little app. So it, it might work out really well. That's awesome. Thank you for listening to the Business of Dance podcast. For show notes and other episodes, please go to businessofdance.net slash podcast. To learn more about Business of Dance and stay up to date with all the episode releases, as well as lots of extra studio tips and tricks, please like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or wish to be a guest on the podcast, please contact us at podcast at businessofdance.net. We appreciate you taking the time to rate and review us on iTunes and wish you a great day. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And until then, keep dancing your way to the business you have always desired.